0: Yo, what is good? Welcome back to Health Hacks. This is episode number 181. Today we are going to talk about isolation tanks or sensory deprivation tanks. Because earlier today in the afternoon, actually, I went to a deprivation tank or isolation tank or flow tank. I feel like all of the names are interchangeable. And what is it, basically, is that you go into a room and you enter this tank that has water at body temperature. I think it is maybe just slightly colder, so if your body temperature is 37 degrees, then it's probably like 35, or 36 degrees Celsius. Or for Fahrenheit, if your body temperature is 98.5 degrees, if I remember correctly, Fahrenheit, then the temperature of the water is 93 to 95 degrees Fahrenheit, so just below body temperature so it is fairly warm it is salt water and there's a lot of salt so you float hence the name floating. and also the room you're in is completely dark pitch black and you don't hear anything especially because sometimes it's sort of a pool but other times especially the day the place i wanted to today it's actually a tank so it's closed but it's not stuffy because There's a pretty high, not ceiling, but you can stand there, but you lie down, right? But because of the salt water you float, but the tank is actually closed. And it's completely dark, so you don't see anything because it's closed. You don't really feel anything because the water is about body temperature and you don't touch anything. And there is no smell and there's nothing to hear, so you don't smell or see anything hence the name Sensory Deprivation Tanks. It takes away all of your sensory, it deprives you of all your senses. You can't see anything, you can't hear anything, you can't feel anything, you can't smell anything, and the only way you can taste anything is if you swallow the water, but it just tastes like salt water, and you're you're lying in a prone position, so you're lying on your back, so you don't really taste anything either. Basically, depletes depletes, deprives you of all your senses. And the reason why I did it, the reason why people do it, you might think like it's an awful experience. Why would you do that to yourself? Well, it does so to have a lot of benefits, particularly related to muscle relaxation, sleep. It reduces pain, reduces stress. It can also reduce anxiety. Basically, just relaxes you in many, many ways. And people often forget but hormones run our lives. I don't need to tell you that many times if you interact with a female on a wrong day of the month, you might not have such a pleasant time and can you blame her? Kind of maybe but many times not really because hormones really run us or, If you're in a really bad mood, for example, because of a thing that happened and you make a bunch of unsmart choices, is it actually you or is it your state? Is it your hormones? Is it the adrenaline? Is it your emotions and hormones that are running you? A better example is, let's say you're supposed to be focused on a task and you have to get something done, but somehow you noticed a very, very attractive, person whether that's a guy or a girl whatever you're into you notice a very attractive person and your hormones take over you look at them or you want to talk to them or you think about what it would be like to be with them instead of focusing on what you were supposed to be focusing on because if you are trying to have a conversation with someone but then an extremely attractive person walks by it is against your hormones not to pay attention to them and not to give them more your attention and want to interact with them. Hormones run our lives. That's the point I'm trying to make. And a good way to be able to control your hormones better is to control your state of mind. And that is what sensory deprivation tank is supposed to do. It is supposed to get you in a deep state of relaxation where you can't really get distracted because... In the world today, there's so many things to distract us. If something smells weird, that distracts us. If something is moving, vision attracts to that object. If you hear a loud noise, you immediately look to it. If you feel a certain thing, then you think about how that certain thing feels. So if you take away all of your senses, if if we deprive you of all your senses, all you have is your thoughts. And supposedly that is supposed to increase your creativity and also it is supposed to give you precise thinking and basically the many studies say that it's supposed to give you more creativity and allow you to not be distracted and find your purpose and all of that. But personally what I've found is that doing it really allowed me to focus on my priorities because the first five minutes or so when you're there you're like okay this is cool by the way this is the third time i've done it so the first time actually had a bigger impact on me but this still was definitely worth it but when i was there the first five or ten minutes like okay this is cool this is slightly weird you get used to it and i did for an hour by the way you can choose how long you do it from either half an hour or two hours. I did four an hour because I feel like that's a good amount of time. But once you're there, you have no sense of time. You don't really have a sense of anything, but especially time because you can't compare it to anything because you can't see anything. You can't hear anything. You can't smell anything. You can't taste anything. You can't compare a certain second to another second. It's like when you're sleeping and somebody wakes you up in the middle of the night, you don't really know if five minutes passed or five hours passed. Have you ever told someone that you were on the way or maybe your alarm bell just rang and you turned it off and you said, okay, I'm just going to sleep another two minutes, but you don't set another alarm and two hours passed by like that. Two hours passed by in a finger snap. You don't really even notice it. It just passes by so fast because you were dreaming. This is sort of a similar experience. You don't really sleep, but it kind of feels like you're sleeping because It is dark, so whether your eyes are open or your eyes are closed, you don't know because it's pitch black. And many times, especially in the first couple of times, in the first time particularly where I did the floating, I thought, wait, am I dead? Am I trapped? Like, what if I never get out of here? Like, what is going on? Because they can't compare anything to, it's literally just you and your thoughts. And... That may get you crazy, but it will also get you more creative. It will get you thinking about things that you haven't thought before. That's what it's supposedly done, does for other people. But for me personally, it really just gets my priorities straight. It gets me thinking, okay, Daniel, what are you doing with your life? What are really the most important things? Should you really stress and worry about this miniscule thing? Is that really going to make a difference in the grand scheme of things? Or should you really focus on what's important in life. What is the most important thing in life, Daniel? I just ask myself questions like that. How do I spend my time? Am I happy with what I'm doing? What should I focus more on? What can I improve? How can I make it better? What do I like about my life? Should I just be happy? What makes me happy? How can I be in the state I want to more often? Questions like that. For me, it is... A sort of meditation I guess even though I know many people who are experts in meditation don't really like comparing meditation to everything they often say meditation is meditation you can say dancing you can say sensory deprivation tank you can say napping those are not forms of meditation only meditation is meditation mm-hmm. that was a word rant but yeah I'm so but for me I, it is sort of kind of a form of meditation because It relaxes me, it really gets me honed in on my priorities and it gives me a certain uh, a certain amount of focus that I have lacked or haven't had before. Those are all the reasons why I really like it. But more importantly, in my perspective, I don't know if it's more importantly, but also extremely important is the fact that Sensory deprivation tank, flow tank, really helps with your recovery. Physiologically, it helps you a lot. Not just in your mind, but also your body. It really helps with muscle recovery. It helps relieve even joint pain. I believe, at least. I find like my joints feel better now than they did before. It... Gets you to like in a really really deep state of relaxation, so your body is able to recover faster. Because the more stressed you are, the less your body will recover because it thinks that it needs to run from a predator. So your body does not allow yourself to recover. The body recovers best when you're in a fully fully relaxed state and your stress is really low. The lower your stress, the better your recovery, which is why this helps with recovery tremendously. Also, another benefit that the flow tank has is that it increases cardiovascular health. However, I don't want you to think that it increases cardiovascular health like by um, by accident or as if you do it, it would just magically increases it. There's a reason why it increases it, and the reason why it increases it is because it allows you to sleep better later at night, because since it relaxes you, not just temporarily, it also relaxes you throughout the day, and hopefully throughout the week and throughout the month, it allows you to have better sleep. And better sleep equals better, healthier cardiovascular system. So many times when articles or studies say this increases this, you it might be true, but you have to think, how does it increase it? So many studies say that cardiovascular, that Float tanks increase cardiovascular health, and that is true, but if you go in a float tank but your sleep is still awful, it's still abysmal, you don't improve your sleep, then your cardiovascular health won't improve. But for most people who engage in the float tank, their sleep will improve, and because their sleep will improve, the cardiovascular health will improve. So yeah, that is another tremendous benefit. Now, you might be wondering, okay, well, this sounds pretty cool. Why not engage in it all the time? Why not even buy one at home? Well, I looked it up, and uh, since we did a profession tank, or float tank costs between ten to 30,000 US dollars. And that is just to have it. I'm not sure how much it is to maintain it because I just thought about it right now. I didn't look it up, but I'm pretty sure maintaining it is not cheap either. So, unless you have thirty thousand dollars begging to be spent i don't know if i would buy one right now if you can afford it hey go for it right now why not but for the majority of people you probably want to do what i do and that is go to it once every couple months and that cost for an hour between 50 and 150 dollars that's what the a couple of websites say and I left. Maybe all the places I go to are not bougie. <laughs> not that high class, but every single place that... I mean, I went to two different places only. And I always got the hour, and that cost me $60. So, a dollar per minute, about. Seems pretty reasonable. I don't know why, or maybe when it says $150, maybe it's also talking about longer than an hour, I'm not sure. But anyways... I usually pay $60 for an hour, and to me that seems like a pretty full price, especially it's not a thing I do on a weekly basis every couple of months. Honestly, maybe like twice a year, maybe. I probably should do it more often, but yeah. Because it's like an event, it's something that I don't engage in that frequently. I don't mind spending that amount, especially because it really does have a lot of benefits, and and it is... a different experience that I really enjoy taking part in. So yeah, I definitely think it is worth it. And lastly, with anything, whether it is an amazing health food, a superfood, whether it is with my massage gun, whether it is with this floating, I always try to play devil's advocate and I want to see all the negative effects. I want to see why it is not good because I am aware that many I'm aware that just like many other humans, I have confirmation bias, which means that I want to find what I'm looking for. I just want to be proven that I'm right. I want to go on Google and type I'm right.com and find information that aligns with my views. And it is very difficult to find information that contradicts my views, not because my views are always right, but because. Inherently, I want to prove to myself that I'm right. I don't want to find information that says, no, Daniel, you're wrong. You shouldn't think like that. You made a mistake for the longest time. However, I want to try to be as open-minded as possible and I will try to find the other side. Even though it might be difficult because I want to, if I think something's good, I want to keep finding information to prove that it's good. If I think something's bad, I want to keep finding information that that thing's bad just to prove to myself that I'm right. However, I want to try to distance myself from that instinct so I can be more open-minded and be more factual instead of subjective with my, not just with my thoughts, but with the way I live life and with the information I have. So. The only negative information I found, in granite. I didn't look that much for it, but I didn't find many websites or articles that stated a bunch of negative things. But the only negative things I found is that it may cause nausea and it may cause hallucinations to some people. But for both nausea and hallucinations, it did mention that those things were way more likely if you were a person that Already had hallucinations or experiences nausea pretty frequently, anyways. The only thing that the only negative effect that it may have is that it may increase the likelihood of you having hallucinations, or it may increase the likelihood of you having nausea if you're already prone to it. So, in general, none or very minuscule and very few negative effects overall, generally recommended. If you have a chance, do it, especially, I know this year has been tremendously stressful to a lot of people. It is almost the end of the year. Nevertheless, there is always a good time. Actually, I'll just rephrase that. There's never a bad time, in my opinion, to go for a flow tank, deprivation tank, isolation tank, because I really feel like it relaxes you in a way like many other things don't, I feel like it is extremely necessary. So I hope you learned a few things and hopefully you will partake in this incredible experience as well. Alright, that's all. Peace.